This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy.
Jersey Judah back once again. Uh, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. It's Monday, which is never a fun day. And I'm back. Uh, a short episode. This time, I promise it's going to be a short episode. Um, sober as a priest on Easter. But it is what it is. We got something from Wheat Waffles. Oh, boy. Like I said, tough day. Really tough day. Barely got any sleep last night. Had to deal with a whole bunch of bullshit at work. Still at work. It's about 7.30. Which gives me an hour and some change. But forgive me if I'm under an hour. Uh, Weird. Last night. I thought I, I thought I was coming down with something because I had just a fucking retarded headache, like out of nowhere, just a ridiculous headache. And I was saying to myself, man, if I wake up and still feel like this, I'm calling out of work. But I woke up, felt better. And here I am on my break in my car recording another episode. All right. So. Something I wanted to go over, um, and a concept or the idea of the balance of ego and humility, the balance of ego and humility. Um, a lot of people, when you talk about humility, they look at it as a bad thing, right? And I was taught humility from, well, where I learned humility from was martial arts. I took Tang Sudo, which is mostly, I think I talked about this before. Um, it's like 75% self-defense and 25% techniques. All right. And in the process of learning the forms and the techniques, sometimes we had to do them over and over and over again till everybody had the proper stance, till everybody had the right form, right? That was one of the first places that I learned humility. Ego, shit. You learn ego from being good at something. You know, if you're good at something, you're going to have a little ego. You're going to have, you know, you're going to be overly confident. Sometimes you need to be uh, leveled down a bit to understand the reality. Um, The ego aspect, from my personal perspective, like I said, it comes from being skilled, and believing that you are extremely skilled. Um, one of the things that I love to do is make music. And the shit you heard in the beginning is from me. A lot of trial and error. Um, one of the funny things about music is you kind of just want to get into your own zone before you ask other people what you should do. Matter of fact, you should never ask other people, hey, how can I make my music better? You, you kind of just want to find 
your own niche. You want to find your own sound. You want to find your own, you know, style and shit. So I kind of just bounced back and forth with different styles, mostly like electronica influenced. In the past, it was more like dubstep influenced because that was the thing at the time. But then I kind of went back to my roots, more just, uh, I guess, old school, if not sort of modern hip hop sound. But the ego in terms of women is different. The ego in terms of women is predominantly confidence, the way you carry yourself, the way that you act, your body language, your posture, the whole fucking nine, right? The humility aspect, which most of us men, when it comes to women, we know about humility. A lot of us have been rejected. A lot of us have been friend zoned, so on and so forth. And as I always say with women, it's a lot different. They get ego from the door just from being just from being women. You know, even a woman who's not necessarily attractive to most men still have an ego. This is why you have land wells, beach wells, women who are out of shape, out of pocket with this sort of imaginary confidence, this imaginary ego. And their humility comes later on. Like their humility comes when that, when the looks start to fade, or even if they had looks to begin with, or the options run dry, or they come to the realization that men only want them for sex objects because they project themselves as sex objects. So that balance between ego and humility, it depends on who you are, what you've been through, you know, your current situations, your past situations. And this is why I am totally against pickup artists And the idea that you need to pay for them to teach you something that nine times out of 10, someone who's close to you would probably tell you for free. But with all that being said, man, we got wheat waffles and we have four reasons. 90% of guys are blue pilled about women. Four reasons. Now, I'm not sure because I only only checked out like the first minute or so of this. Uh, Wheat Waffles tend to have a lot of charts, but he also tends to explain them, so that shouldn't be an issue. Um, Wheat Waffles is like, you know, black pill, and that's like quote-unquote black pill. And the reason why I say that is, if you listen to other black pill content creators, they seem to be more doom and gloom. I think like Wheat Waffles is the optimistic black pill. And... Besides the whole face, besides the whole face rating thing, I, I see, uh, well, I, I've went through a lot of good videos from Wheat Waffles. Um, I don't agree with Wheat Waffles 100%, but I don't agree with anybody 100%. You see what I mean? I think, and what's going on today is like this whole mob mentality within the manosphere. You're either on this side or you're on that side. And... The tribalism is necessary when you talk about red pill constantly being connected to pickup artists or red pill constantly being connected to dating advice and relationship coaches and life coaches and hope dealers. And then a realistic nigga like myself, who's going to tell you that in order to get what you need out of life, you're going to have to work. You're going to have to work a nine to five. You're going to have to work out, right? You're going to have to work out a strategy 
in order to get to where you want to be in life. And stop looking for niggas to hand you shit. That's kind of where I, that's kind of the realization that I came across are more or less just, it's hard to explain. Like there's, there's stages. I don't think many people go into the red pill and remain the same throughout the years. I think a lot of influencers come in, you know, they rock the boat a little bit. You have a lot of guys being called out, a lot of guys being exposed and I've said it before, the same people that I played in the past, I'm probably not going to play in the near future. Now, if they have information that I feel is useful, then I'll play it. Fair use, by the way. And I always give recognition to the content creators. So if people want to see the video itself, you can go on YouTube and type in Wheat Waffles. You can type in Hammerhand, type in Undead Chronic, um, type in Austria D. Um and a few others. But like I said, this ain't going to be a long one. Uh, tomorrow, I will make up for this. I promise. Tomorrow, God willing, I'm going to be heading to the dispensary. There's a sale going on. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. There's a sale going on in my local dispensary. So I'm going to I'm gonna cop some herb. <clears throat> you know, I was talking, uh, I was talking about Rolo Tomasi yesterday. And I don't understand these people who like have such a stigma against marijuana, but people that smoke, they work. People that smoke have careers. Athletes smoke marijuana. Movie stars smoke marijuana, but it's the status and the stigma that goes with smoking marijuana. Like, yeah, you smoke weed, you're going to get lazy. Yeah, some people, but then you got Indica and you got Sativa, right? I think I think Indica is sort of like the relaxed, you know, vibe, calm, cool, collective high. And then the Sativa is like out of your fucking mind. Or no, it's Indica or one of them shits. I don't fucking know. Personally, I smoke hybrids because I like the best of both worlds. And um, believe it or not, people, and I'm not saying like everything ain't for everybody. I don't advocate motherfuckers smoking weed. I don't. It's just something I like to do. Um, The same way that a lot of these people who talk about why weed is bad, they're fucking alcoholics. (laughs) Like, how stupid can you be? Do do me a favor, guys. Anybody who says marijuana is bad and you drink, let's have a let's have a contest or let's let's have an experiment. I smoke weed. For the entire week, and you drink alcohol the entire week. Let's see who's more um, balanced at the end of this shit. I guarantee you it's the potheads, without a doubt. And I don't even like to use the term pothead or stoner, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But it just made me think, like, going through that shit with Rolo Tomasi. And the hypocrisy of no longer than maybe maybe less than a year ago talking about the red pill shouldn't go mainstream and then you appear on Dr. Phil but your excuse is you're on Dr. Phil to um how did he say it like he said it that he he said that he was on the Dr. Phil show to sort of you know defend Andrew Tate which he really didn't he kind of just drew cheap shots 
And that just shows you what, what, what loyalty is. And I find it funny that um, Rolo Tomasi, a year and some change ago, was telling Fresh and Fit not to deal with DJ Academics because DJ Academics is a snake. But a real snake move would be telling other men that they shouldn't go red pill while you, well, they, they shouldn't go mainstream within the space while you go mainstream in the space because you're the self-proclaimed godfather, right? And on top of that, <laughs> you consider your book to be the red pill Bible. Listen, there's already a Bible. The Bible is red pill. I've, but I, my, my personal opinion, right? And I've talked about religion and spirituality a lot. I consider myself spiritual. I was raised Christian. I came to the realization that a lot of these people are corrupted and not everybody, but a lot of people are. And it just so happens that the people in position of power, a lot of these churches are, you know, a, a part of the government the government propaganda. You see the 501c3, I'm not going to get too deep into that. This, the reason like the 501c3 ensures that none of these churches talk about the problems going on in the world. None of these churches really connect to the youth like that. And what happens is they create weak-minded men. They tell men, Hey, step up and be a stepdaddy. It's like, give me a fucking break. These are wicked, devils. These are deceivers. All right. And I don't go along with it, but I believe the Bible. I believe in the heavenly father, whether you consider him Yahweh, Yahweh, God. And I also have tremendous respect for those of Islamic faith. I have respect for Jews. I have a respect for Hindus. I have a respect for those who study Confucius, I am spiritual, meaning I believe that every sector has righteous people. And just like I said, every sector has righteous people and every sector has wicked people. And it's up to us to point out those who are wicked. All right. But with all that being said, we're going to jump right into wheat waffles, man. I didn't even create a playlist because it's literally one, what, 15 minute bullshit video no disrespect i mean it's 15 minutes it's not like you know a 25 30 minute occasion like we had before but then again i might play um what's that nigga's name pastor gino i think his name is pastor gino yo he's killing it right now look i don't listen to pastors you understand me i don't i don't listen to pastors there's only a couple of pastors growing up that I genuinely gave a shit about because I can tell that they were sincere. One of them is no longer on earth, you know, and hopefully God blesses the dead because he was one of those pastors that you can tell, like he'd been through some shit. He wasn't afraid to talk about his past and what he did before finding Christ. And you got to respect that rather than these, you know, sparkly clean fucking, uh, uh, these fucking, uh, television pastors. I don't, I don't even want to go through the names. You guys already know them. They're wicked devils. They're part of the establishment. If you got, look, 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 listen, I'm going to tell you like this straight up. If you got a fucking celebrity, right? At your church, 
How does that look? When the celebrity is a part of the Luciferian doctrine, which is Hollywood, these people don't serve the same God. Their God is Lucifer. All right. These are Luciferians. They believe that the heavenly father is evil and Lucifer, who becomes the devil, is good. All right. That's and look, I, I don't I don't come on here to preach. I really don't. Because like I said, I don't I don't like church. I don't believe in the idea of church. Your temple is your body. Right. Take care of your temple. You go into a building with nine times out of ten, a bunch of ignorant hypocrites that believe that they're higher than others because they go to a service every Sunday. And these are people that are not spiritual. These are just religious people. In other words, they're not going to have they're not going to have dialogue with people from another faith because they feel that their faith is the best. When you're spiritual, you learn to appreciate everything for what it is. You stand on your ten toes and you believe what you believe, but you don't necessarily dismiss what other people believe. But with all that being said, man, Wheat Waffles, he's going to be going through uh, four reasons. 90% of guys are blue-pilled about women. So uh, let's get it. The nature of male and female attraction differs. Male attraction is largely on, it has to do with looks and also compatibility, right? How much you guys enjoy doing the same things. Female attraction is so much more than that. There are so many factors that they're weighing. Looks do play a little bit of a role in it, so I'm going to start with that. Really, you just have to wear well-fitting clothes. Lick, he, this nigga said looks... And let me ask, think about this, right? He says looks have a small role, excuse me, looks have a small role to do. But why would you mention looks first? I mean, think about it. If you're talking about, if you're talking about online dating, like looks is the first thing that a woman will notice about you because you have a picture. And I've said this time and time again, you can't display too much personality with words. You can put pictures of you near a mountain like that bum ass nigga, John Anthony lifestyle. This nigga's fucking photoshopping himself in front of a beach, in front of mountains and shit and teaching these other guys to be fucking phonies and fakes. I'm not changing who I am for a bitch, especially what I know I at this point in my life. I'm at like the I'm at like the peak. May not be financially, but I'm at the peak spiritually. A bitch, a hoe, a harlot, a strumpet can't tell me how to be a man when most of these bitches weren't even raised by their fathers. Fuck out of here. So you let this simp, this pedestalizing white knight, you listen, you guys, for you guys to listen to him. And think that you're going to get somewhere. I'm telling you. It's it's going to be terrible for you. You listen to this blue pill. Disney fairy tale bullshit. Oh you're done. You're going to be. You're going to be black pill in no time. Be clean. Uh, and hygienic. And also your posture matters. After that it's entirely mental. 
That's right. You could be short, fat, bald, and ugly as f- and you could still pull all of the women you wanted. You hear this blue pill BS, guys? Get the fuck out of here. Like, really, man, what is this guy doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what is this guy talking about? Okay? What the fuck is this guy talking about? You can be fat, bald, ugly as shit. But if you have a good personality, if you got good conversation, then you can get a lot of women, right? You can get any woman you want. All BS, bullshit, fabrications, feel good Kool-Aid, nonsense, okay? Get them out. Ready? Are you ready? Get them out of here. Seriously, what is this? It's despicable. You heard it here first, guys. This short, bald, ugly, overweight guy could theoretically attract not just this 9 out of 10 woman, but dozens more, so they can all live in the same house, taking turns for who gets a chance with him. Now, on a more serious note, I can't believe I'm still constantly getting baffled by the ignorance of guys like these. Honestly, the fact there are guys out there that can unironically be this clueless shocks me. Because, unless you've been living under a rock, it should be obvious for how unfair the modern dating game is for guys now. Anyway, this video isn't going to be a roasting of this guy's horrendous opinions. You, you should roast him, brother. You should roast him. Shout out the Wheat Waffles. The Black Pill. If I've said it before and I'll say it again, and I don't give a fuck what Red Pill content creator feels about this, suck a dick. I don't give a fuck. I'm not here to impress men, women. I'm just here to speak the God honest truth. These brothers in the Black Pill are our brothers within the Red Pill. You don't, You may not want to admit it. You may look at them as nihilistic. And trust me, I do too, because I've been in that position. This is why I don't really diss. I don't diss the Black Pill too much. Because I've been in that situation. Like, I know what being depressed is like. I know it. I know. I know the feeling of it. So it's not it's not really something to laugh at. But at the same fucking time, right? These people are um, like like relatives. Look at them as a distant cousin. Like, yeah, he's distant, but he's, they still family. You know, what I mean, it's just. Going back to what I've said before, like black pill and red pill, the only thing that differs between them two is the reaction to the harsh realities. And like I said, the exception would be a wheat waffles. Because in all actuality, I hate to tell him this, but sir, you are red pill. The only thing that you did was the same thing I did, which is say, fuck these PUAs. Fuck these dating and relationship coaches. I'm going to better myself and see what else is out there. Now, the whole see what else is out there shit, to me, I'm done with that shit. Bitches out here, and when I say out here, I mean the West in general, they're not worth it. Sorry. And and to go through this fucking, like, this hunt to find a woman, even like, like I stated, guys would take an above mediocre woman with value than an eight or nine. That's just a piece of ass. But then you will say in this position and in this country and in this civilization, you go, well, where's the decent women at? You're not going to find them. 
the decent women, the traditional women are already married. In a lot of cases, man, that's, that's just what it is. And rather than, you know, be a simp and just settle for whatever is out there, you can just go your own way. You can just better yourself. You can take some of these crimson capsules. But, sir, you should you should be roasting that guy. He's a fucking beta. Matter of fact, where's where's this shit at? Beta, He's beta. Blue pill magic. <laughs> Blue pill magic. That's what this is. You know, these are the guys who are constantly told by women, hey, just be yourself. There's someone for everyone. And guys really believe this shit because they want that to be true. But the older that they get, the more rejection that they get for being a self-proclaimed nice guy, for putting on an act to impress the woman, rather than learning who the fuck you are as an individual and be comfortable with that. I already have several pointing out the truth of how modern dating is, and frankly, it'd be a waste of breath debunking this guy's logic. So instead, as the title of the video shows, I have four reasons for why 90% of guys out there are as I would describe being blue-pilled beyond saving. Reason number one, blue-pill thinking is based on nice-sounding theories. While the other two leading ideologies aren't, they are based on dystopian sounding theories. Here's a list by list rundown for you, starting with the blue pill. I want you to tell me if these sentences sound more pleasing to your ears. Just be kind to women. (laughs) If you like a girl, tell her she's pretty. Buy a girl some flowers and watch her appreciate it. Just make her laugh. Women love a guy with a sense of humor. Beta male bullshit. Now, granted, women love to laugh. Yeah, women love to laugh. But if your whole like claim to fame is to get a woman to laugh and then make a move, I I doubt that that's going to really work out for you. I doubt it. I doubt it. Highly doubt it. Just let her know how you really feel if you like her. Just hold the door open for her. Just ask her out. The worst she can say is no. Just find a girl that likes you for you. (laughs) Just listen to her and show her you care. Just be a gentleman and pay her compliments. And of course, how could we forget? Just be yourself. This is a blue pill conditioning. What happens is, and and I'll and I'll go through this briefly. What happens is, you'll have a guy, or better yet, a young man, a gentleman, um, in his adolescence, we'll say sixteen, seventeen. He doesn't have much experience with women, but he hangs out with women. And trust me, there's so many guys like this. It will blow your mind. And what happens is this guy is so used to being around women and being friends with women that he puts himself in the friend zone by doing that. Like this whole, like the whole traditional aspect of, hey, we got to be friends first. And then, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. And then we'll see where things go. That shit is dead and gone, man. That whole traditionalism, dead and gone. Hey, I I agree with the traditional 
aspect of it. Like, yeah, you know, to meet a woman that you know isn't out there fucking with other guys and for her to say, hey, maybe we should take things slow and get to know one another. I'm sure a majority of guys will be on board with that because they know she's not sleeping around. They know that she doesn't have a bunch of options. So it's genuine when she says it. Today, when women say that, they're just friend zoning you. And, and a lot of these guys, they don't get the they don't get the cue. Like, yeah, if she wants to be quote unquote friends with you, she wants to take advantage of you. That's it. If she wants to be quote unquote friends with you after you try to initiate a relationship, she wants to take advantage of you. You, I've talked about this tons of times. You know, a lot of women, you know, they'll they'll be friends with a man as long as the man benefits her, as if it's a fucking relationship, and it's not. You see what I mean? 50-50, guys. You, you talk about this whole 50-50 shit. 50-50 doesn't even go along the lines of a platonic relationship, let alone an actual physical attraction-based relationship. That's just the fucking truth. The nice guys will always be taken advantage of. The nice guys will always be the emotional tampon. The nice guys will always be the shoulder to cry on. And some of those guys are so desperate that they feel that they're better off in that position than to be without anybody. But you're not really getting the woman's genuine attraction. You're not really getting the woman's genuine desire and want to be with you. She just wants what you have. So when you have a bunch of women... Um, what was that? Uh, what's that bitch's name? Coyle Ray. She got a song called, um, girls are players too. Girls are players too. And what I take from that is, you know, girls can take advantage of guys in the same way that a few guys take advantage of women. The problem is those women don't take advantage of the guys that took advantage of them they take advantage of the guys that are less valuable because they're easy targets. Let's continue. And lastly, if none of these work, just stop trying and the girl of your dreams will come into your life when you least expect it. Get the fuck out of here. These are some of the most common blue pill catchphrases. I wouldn't be surprised if you've heard most, if all not of all of them, in all your of life. Them, sir. I heard, I heard all of them, sir. I heard all of them. But you know what's funny? I didn't hear all of these things coming from men. No, I've heard all of these things coming from women. Blue pill conditioning. That's what that is. Blue pill conditioning. It's a woman giving you a bunch of bullshit because it sounds good. I can respect a woman that tells a guy, I don't like you like that. I'm sorry. That's it. Not, oh, you're nice, but you're more like a brother to me and we'll be better off friends. Bitch, cut it out. Keep it real. Keep it G. Now contrast this list of phrases to just be confident. Just put in 1,500 hours at the gym to get jacked. Just make sure your diet is on point and your 10% body fats. Just accept for many women, she's not yours, she's only your turn. Yeah. 
Just accept your genetics will play a role for how yeah. attractive you are. Yes. Just accept height matters. Mm-hmm. Just accept your hairline matters. Just accept there is no safety net for men. And if you don't take action, you'll just get older and older until you eventually pass. Just oh, make shit. six figures and become a millionaire by 30. Oh, God. Just understand that dating is a competition and not competing will result in you being left behind. And lastly, just know that most women will only date you if you bring more to the table than she does. I mean, a lot of these things are pretty accurate. Like I said, a lot of these red pillars, dude, they're fucking hope dealers, man. And it's all about selling a course. They're not going to keep it real with you. And this ain't all red pillars, but let's just be honest. A lot of these niggas are grifting. They just want you to buy their product. So they'll try to get you to buy their course to learn more about women and approaching women and all this bullshit. Listen, man, I'm 34 years old. I'm not taking any courses. 34 years old. I don't donate money to any of these people respectfully. I really don't. I like my money. I like my money. I like my money so much that I don't even ask you guys or anybody listening for donations or anything like that. I could have easily played ads on here, but that's fucking corny and stupid. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? What what I'm doing is like, you know, pretty radical. Because I've been I've been talking about shit like this for years now. Damn near ten years. And never asked for one fucking red penny from people when it comes to listening to my shit. But genetics, yes, it plays a big deal. That's just what it is. It plays a big deal. Huge deal, actually. The way you carry yourself plays a big deal. I've seen guys who are in shape. But they really can't communicate with women. It's not about having game. It's just about having a conversation. They can't. Like I don't know what it is. They can't. Everything else about them is spot on <clears throat> when it comes to the opposite sex. But they just don't, you know. And look, I'm not, I'm not fucking judging them. Me, I've been solo for eight plus years. And I don't, I, I, it's, it's, it would be a lie for me to say that I don't think about getting into a relationship or I don't think about women. That's a fucking lie. But me thinking about women and then me thinking about wanting to be with women long term and getting to know them and all that shit, that shit faded for me straight up. Now, people will listen to that and go, well, this sounds kind of black pill. And I've already made sort of the self-proclaimed burgundy pill aspect where it's like, yeah, the red pill aspect is about you bettering yourself. And the black pill aspect is about you understanding like the harsh realities and the fact that if you're looking for a traditional wife in this civilization, you're going to run into a lot of barriers. And yeah, you can be a guy who travels, but yo, traveling takes money. A lot of us just don't have money like that. I put myself in that category. The fuck I need to do? What, what? Why would I need to put on a gimmick and put on some fucking fake persona when I know I'm not the guy who's big balling? I'm not a six-figure nigga, and I don't care. And if a bitch requires me to be a six-figure nigga, I'll tell her to kick rocks. Now, 
It's clear to see the nature of these things brings far less to be happy and optimistic about than the previous list. And this brings me to my first point. If people have a choice of choosing either a set of nice, pleasant, easy implementable sounding theories, or a set of harsh, grueling, and sometimes even brutal sounding theories... I'll take the latter. You feel me? I'll take the latter. Don't lie to me. Tell me the truth. Regardless of how harsh, how painful it is, I'd rather be hurt by the truth than to be joyful and happy about a fucking lie. But that's just coming from me. Continue, sir. More often than not, people will be drawn to the pleasant side as it's more comforting for people's emotions. It almost brings this idea back to the roots of where the names of the ideologies originated from. In The Matrix, most people will choose to take the blue pill even though they know deep down it's based on lies. While only those with strong enough emotional control are willing to accept the truth. Facts. This brings me nicely to my second reason. Number two. Blue pill propaganda ingrained by parents. This is the most important reason because it is the starting point for every child raised. You've probably heard of the quote, If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. I talked about this shit before. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. All right, I talked about this before, right? Um, my mother, which I love to death, um, was trying to hook me up with this, with this woman. And I didn't know what she looked like or anything like that. But then, well, actually she tried to hook me up with two women, two women, by the way, two women who were single mothers, guys. Can you believe that? Fuck <laughs> I had to put my mom in check respectfully two times on two occasions. I told her straight up, I'm not taking care of a bastard child. I'm not taking care of a child that's not mine. I'm not going to be a fucking babysitter. That's and look, I don't care. Like you you guys really have to understand that I talk like this to my mother. I'm very based when it comes to these type of conversations, right? No, I'm not dating single mothers. I'm not dating Landwells. I'm not overweight. I'm in shape. Now, I'm not Hollywood Hulk Hogan, but I got a six-pack, all right? Bitch, I'm not dealing with a hoe with a keg. I got a six-pack. I don't drink that much anyway. So I had to tell my mom, listen, I'm cool, single. I'm fine, single. I am sane, single. I am more on point, single. I have more money, single. I'm not taking care of somebody else's child. You know what I'm saying? But like how she was like, it, it, it reminded me like that sort of blue pill conditioning that a lot of us would get from our mothers, especially black men, especially men who were, uh, you know, raised in a single mother household. Like, well, we will hear that from our mothers. And some guys, are too weak-minded to go against the grain and be like, no, I'm not, I'm not beat for it. Not beat. Uh -uh. And of all people that can be manipulated by this concept, children are by far the most impressionable and will believe anything their parents tell them. 
And yes, although trends can change over time as people get older and start thinking for themselves, it's still usually never enough to overthrow the status quo established at the start. It's similar to how in Christian majority countries, the following generation always has an overwhelming bias to becoming Christians. Whereas in Islamic countries, the same thing happens but with their religion. And although once a generation reaches adulthood, some individuals start to think for themselves, and some convert to different ways of life or no religious following at all, this is... And that's similar to sort of what I talked about earlier, right? <clears throat> you know, I'm, I was raised Christian. I was raised in the Baptist church. I was baptized. I then went to uh, an African uh, Methodist church or African Methodist uh what is it? Apostle AME went to one of those churches, uh, Pentecostal church, all these churches. And in all these churches, I found hypocrites. Right. Like I said, there was a few pastors that I really respected and really appreciated. But as I got older. The church, the church in itself almost made me an atheist because if these people happen to be so-called religious and Christians, I don't want to be that. Plus I have a strong belief about Christianity where unless the heavenly father comes down and anoints me as a Christian, I'm not a Christian. Now this doesn't mean Christians are the enemy by any means. I will fellowship with a Christian before I fellowship with an atheist or a person who believes that he himself is a God. All right. But like I said, as I got older, I stepped away from the church, but never, never really stepped away from the faith. You know what I'm saying? It's just people that know me, they don't, they'll, they'll never hear me have this conversation with them because I don't feel that they are worth the conversation to have with. That's like, it, it is nothing about, it's nothing about being better than others. It has nothing to do with it. It's just being in a better mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like. This is why, like I said, I don't judge. I don't judge the religious. I judge the religion. It's a lot of hypocrisies, a lot of evil people that are in power right now. And I can't respect it. But with that being said, like with me, I don't care. Like as long as the woman that I deal with is not an atheist, I'll deal with most women, Islamic women. Christian, but then Christian is just, you know, night and day. You got these women who are whores who consider themselves Christians, just like you got a lot of these men who are whoremongers who consider themselves Christian and they're nothing but corrupted, wicked beings. All right. Still not enough to make any meaningful change from the way the majority thought from the starting points. Anyway, the same thing is happening with teachings from our parents about dating and attracting women. When a generation of sons is raised, it starts off with 100% of them being blue-pilled. Then, as some guys discover other ways of thinking in their teens and early 20s, the rival ideologies start gaining traction, which chips away at the popularity of the status quo. However, this is still not enough to completely overthrow and outnumber the default ideology. A lot of guys don't change from when they were younger, 
And this might be because they got lucky with good genetics and got a relationship early, a blue-pilled Chad, or it's normies uh, who are in denial Chad. and stuck in their ways. Chad. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Sorry, man. There's there's a couple of guys like, yo, like, yo, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, the whole Chad shit. But we need to come up with, like, a beta name. Like, I, I came up with Chandler. So there's, like, Chads and Chandlers, right? And, like, your Chads are guys who are just naturally good looking. Now, he said blue pill Chad, which is a different concept. Because the reality of it is most Chads are, in fact, blue pill. Because most Chads didn't have to come to the harsh realities like that. If you already have an abundance of options just from walking into a room and you can just take a you can just, you know, make your pick versus the guy who is not even ugly, the guy who's just average, he's decent. He's not getting that much attention. He's not getting any swipe rights on dating apps. That nigga is going to be more red pill than the guy who already has the genetics, the guy who's already working out and the guy who already has his options with women. Then it's only the guys that had to learn dating the hard way who accept harsh truths and disconnect from Bingo. the blue pill. Yeah, I don't care. Like, with, like, see, with me, I don't, I don't play the whole echo chamber shit. You guys already know. I'll go through a Rolo Tomasi video, then go through a Hammerhand video the next day, go through Undead Chronic the next day, and here I am with Wheat Waffles. It's all about understanding the perspectives of others. Whether red pill, blue pill, black pill, like purple pill, I, I don't care. I just want to know the information and the opinions and perspectives of others. See, I never played the whole mob mentality shit. Um, I never had what people would consider a red pill friend ever. Now, I had guys who pretend that they were players and that they got women, but they got a bunch of ugly bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the only reason they had bitches around them is because they had a car and a house, and these bitches were train wrecks. These aren't red pill guys. These are blue pills. These are blue pillars with money, or these are blue pillars who allow women to just run their lives, right? And most guys, including myself, been in those positions. This is why I talk the way that I'm talking today. And I don't allow bitches to come on my platform and tell me how I should address women. I address women the way that I see a woman. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, give you an example. At work, I don't socialize with women at the workplace. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm too paranoid about losing my job. I'm too paranoid about losing my livelihood. No bitch, no conversation is worth losing my job and livelihood. You see what I mean? It's nothing personal against those women. It's just, I don't trust y'all. I don't, how can you trust somebody that you don't know? How can you respect somebody that you don't know? You see, this whole respect all women bullshit is bullshit because these women don't carry themselves like women. These women are too busy trying to emulate men. You know, these women who have positions of power, they try to strut around like men and I don't respect them. I don't give a shit. It's like the broad on the Dr. Phil show. 
Stay in your fucking place. You know nothing about the red pill. You know nothing about the harsh realities that men have to deal with. And for women who are very few women who who want to understand and women who can be unbiased about hearing the harsh realities and the truths, then I salute you. But there's so few of y'all that I can care less about pointing y'all out. That's just the reality. You know what I'm saying? And with women throughout history, everything that's been exclusive for men, women bogarted, women invaded, and then women try to change it over and make it more pleasant. No, this is the raw, the real, and the red pill. It's raw! In this case, from a black pillar's perspective, let's continue. This leads to my next point for why so many guys are blue-pilled. Three, the widespread blue-pilling of men by women. Mm -hmm. This happens because guys think of all the people to ask for dating advice. (laughs) Surely the obvious people to go to will be women themselves. After all. Negative. 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 And this is the uprising of the female dating coaches, the uprising of the female relationship coaches who aim their advice towards men. What experiences did these women have to where they figured that they understood or understand men so much that what they got to say will help a man? What I got to say, it could help a woman, but that's not really not my focus. My focus is on helping men deal with the problems that they deal with when it comes to women. Now, here's an interesting thing. I don't care about dating bitches. Why? Because I know dating is one-sided. So if I don't care about dating a woman, then there's a good chance that I probably won't care more about being in a relationship with a woman. So... With guys, it's you understanding that a good there's a good chance that you're being taken advantage of. There's a good chance that you're being manipulated. And I say a good chance, meaning it's more so possible than not possible, right? Now, the blue-pilling aspect from women is the just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's all about what's on the inside rather than what's on the outside. And then you see the guys that she deals with and they're all fucking chads. You know what I'm saying? They're pookies, they're Ray Rays, they're cock diesel, they're in shape. They're bad boys, they're thugs. They're everything that you're not. And then you say to yourself, well, if she wants me to be myself and I'll find who I want to be with, why is she with a bunch of niggas that's playing a role and playing the act? Right? Now... <laughs> like I said, with, with guys like Wheat Waffles, I agree with him more than I disagree with him. And I don't allow piss poor PUAs to throw shots at black pillars. I don't allow piss poor PUAs to throw shots at MGTOW. I would say I'm closely knit with with both. With I, I'm more so in tune with the philosophy of MGTOW, but to be truthful, and I've talked about this before, I do tend to go doomer mode every now and then, and so I do consider the podcast to be a more burgundy pill type of type of occasion than just, 
you know, going to the gym. Like, yeah, go to the fucking gym. If you're playing video games all day, like limit it down to like two hours. I'm realistic. I play video games, people. What the fuck would I look like telling people that video games are for children? No, no, bitch. And bitches that talk about this painting on your face and putting makeup on, putting Facebook or putting fucking face paint on. That's for fucking children, ho. I'll be damned if I hear a bitch tell me that I need to stop playing video games. Bitch, stop painting on your face. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing dress up. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not like, look, guys aren't guys aren't going to really talk like the way that I'm talking. I'm just going to be honest. It is. And this comes from life experiences of dealing with narrow minded women and hearing all of this BS from weak minded blue pill men about, hey, just be yourself. Not all of these women are whores. Not all these women are sluts. And most of us never said that. These guys like to just add like and it's it, it's the sneaky shaming language that these guys use because they were raised by women that told them the same thing. They hung out with women that told them the same thing. And they just mimic it and think that it's going to work for them. And then these guys most likely become fucking male feminists, which is a fucking disgrace, like absolutely despicable beings, man, like <clears throat> traitors, like they're traitors of men. These are traitors. The guy in the beginning who was talking, not wheat waffles, he's a traitor. He knows what he's telling you is bullshit. But it's supposed to make you feel better. So you can go out there drinking that feel good Kool-Aid and ultimately get used and abused and manipulated at the end. Sad. Oh, women should know what they're attracted to. So, what better primary source of information could there be than from those that should know best? Unfortunately, all of what I've just said, though it sounds great in theory, it never works in practice. Bullshit. And this is because of the simple reason women lie. I'll get into explaining this in a second, but I want to promise you I'm not slandering or being harsh on women. I'm simply telling the truth based on experience. It's a matter of... That's fine. I'm going to be harsh for you. A lot of these bitches are liars. A lot of these women are treacherous. They're wicked. They're wicked, dude. Like, they're wicked. You know what I'm saying? Like, until you've been taken advantage of, until you've been used by a multitude of women, you'll never understand it. I'm not saying this to wheat waffles. I'm saying this to any guy who's listening who says that, what I talk about and what these other guys talk about is harsh. No, it's from experience. This is going to help men more than it's going to hurt men. If I just go out there and tell you to be a player, try to be something that you're not and try to hook up with as many bitches as possible, I'm going to be harming you more than helping you. That's the truth. Now, if you're into the PUA crowd, you probably don't want to listen to this podcast. I can't stand those people. I can't. They're, they're hoes. They're just like women. They're going to sell you something. They're going to sell you something that's not even fucking real. They're going to sell you a dream. Me? I'm not selling shit. I'm telling you what it is. You let these bitches lie to you. You let these bitches manipulate you. And you believe that what you are doing is right. And like, look, only time will tell. You know what I'm saying? The best thing to do is come to the understanding while you're still in, I don't know, mid-20s. Hey, 
If you're in your early 20s and you're listening to this, then you should be grateful. Because I'm 34. I didn't come to this realization. Like, I didn't really come to this realization until I was about 29, 30. Now, beforehand, I was always talking about, I would say, I would I would consider it red pill light then. Because I would talk about my experiences with my exes and what I learned from those experiences. But I didn't get too deep into, like, the doctrine of Orolo Tomasi, or I didn't get too deep into the philosophies of MGTOW, but I knew that something was up. I knew that something was going on. And I realized the older I'd gotten, the more I was lied to. And that's the anger. And that's the bitterness that comes from a lot of men today. We have essentially been lied to by women. We have been lied to by media that pedestalizes Women. Act just last month when I released my Uni Girls interview video, this one interaction with this girl proved to be perfect evidence of this. She stated this guy, Austin Dunham, was an 8 out of 10 and her type. However, when it came to if she would date him or not, she answered friend zone. How does it get any more confusing than this? And well, hmm. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that's dumb. You know what I mean? That would be like, but then again, that that almost makes sense. Almost. Because like, if I consider a woman an eight, as me and where I am at today, and that woman is interested in me, I'm going to be very standoffish, right? Because the more attractive a lot of women are today, the more promiscuous. I'm I'm sorry to say it. That's the truth. That's why, like I stated before, a lot of guys would rather deal with a woman who's above average, but who's still fit, feminine, and friendly, and who's still considerate, rather than date a woman who's eight or nine and who's street property. Because you going up to that woman and telling her she's beautiful, that's not going to really do much for her. Because she's gotten that compliment a number of times. It's almost a guy who doesn't compliment. It's almost a guy who really doesn't pay her no mind. Or a guy who's cool with her, but not all the way cool to get her invested and to get her to chase. Like, that's kind of what it became today. And it's fucked up to say it, but that's the truth. So by her saying that she would friend zone a guy who's an eight who she considers her type is idiotic. Because that guy who's an eight and who has options with women, he's not going to stick around and just be friends with you. He's going to fuck a bitch that looks just like you. He wasn't the only one who made these kind of remarks that sounded like contradictions. If you watched the video, you'd have seen most of the responses appear to cause more conflict than remove it. Showing it's hardly a worthwhile idea as a guy to ask women what they find attractive. Now... As promised, there are explanations for why this happens. Perhaps the two biggest factors at play are 1. Virtue signalling and 2. Ignorance. Virtue signalling is this idea that women lie on purpose. They won't tell a guy the truth about something in order to save his feelings. Evolutionarily speaking, the theory goes if a woman tells a man a harsh truth, it has the potential to unsettle his emotions. 
and from there he could lash out in a violent or aggressive manner. And bearing in mind there is usually more physical risk for women not being able to defend themselves than men, they have evolved this defensive strategy of sounding kind-hearted and sincere in the presence of men, which therefore will mean men instead stay calm. The and this is the friend zone. This is how the friends. This is how the friend zone works, right? Because most women who say that they would rather be friends, they don't want to be friends the way that a guy would have another guy as a friend. Like it's not a buddy buddy ordeal where it's like, hey, we're just friends. Let's let's go to the movie, bitch. Stop it. Going to a movie, going to the movie theater. And look, I've been there before. Like I would, like this this bitch that I was this bitch would chill out every day, right? We want to chill out every day. And I'm saying to myself, like, all right, this bitch might be, you know, interested. We're talking about driving around. Luckily, I wasn't driving. I'm not driving a bitch. I'm not fucking, dude. Like, I know this is going to sound bad, but like, yo, you got to realize, man, you don't want to be the sucker. You don't want to be that guy who's just always depended on by a woman like you don't want to be that guy you know what i'm saying but you'll find yourself in these situations where the woman subconsciously already friends on you like she already friends on you and besides doing the extreme hey i got an abundance of money yeah that bitch is going to be around but is she around for you or your resources is she going to want you for you or she's just going to want you for your utility and what you can do for her? It's usually the latter. But virtue signaling is friend zoning. She's not going to tell you that she's not physically attracted to you. Now, if she tells you that, you got to respect that. Now, I know that sounds harsh and that sounds stupid, but you rather have a woman tell you just the brutal, honest truth then to just lie to you and just keep you around for what you have to offer and play these games with you and manipulate you for you to think that you have an opportunity with your, uh, excuse me, to think that you have an opportunity with her when she already made that decision, probably like within the first 10 seconds of interacting with you. Second reason women don't tell the truth is because of ignorance or lying on accidents. It might surprise you, but in the minds of women, there is often a stark difference between what they think they want and what they actually want. The best example I could think of for this is when women say they want a dad bod. <laughs> now, when women say this, I would guess what they are picturing is a man who has a physique like this. So, a high amount of muscle and an average level of fat. However... This is not what guys think when they hear the words dad bods. In reality, this guy has a physique that still places him in the top 10 to 20%. And most guys would think an actual dad bod looks like this. To be All right, here's here's the problem, right? The physique in a lot of ways is almost the icing on the cake. Like you can be in great shape and your facial features can just be unattractive. 
that's not going to necessarily put you in the 10 to 20 percent. And if we're being honest here, when we talk when we talk about women and what they want, that 10 to 20 percent goes more so with the six figure aspect or being, you know, financially stable or beyond financially stable or have the abundance of money than to just be jacked and go into the gym. Now, if you're jacked, I'm not telling niggas, you already know me. I'm not telling niggas not to work out. I'm not. But I'm saying don't let that be like the make it or break it aspect because you got skinny guys that's pulling bitches. Like you got like like skinny guys who are pulling bitches without going to the gym and they're not rich. They're not successful. Whatever the woman likes out of him is something genuine. It's not like like I've stated before. The reason why I'm not completely bitter is because I've dealt with women in the past that dealt with me for me. It was I, I didn't have money. I've, I've talked about this before. Most of the relationships that I was in with women, I was unemployed. I was broke. I was a brokey. I didn't have money. But the one thing that I did have was the assurance that whatever this woman wants with me, it's literally me. It's not what I could be, or maybe it was what I could be, or to some women I had potential to be better. But for the time being, they was around. Broken all, no money, not doing shit. Bitches, if a woman's really interested in you guys, you don't have to do much. See, that's the reality of it. Women have gotten too materialistic because they watching these other hood boogers and hood rats run around and do all this stupid shit on IG and shit. Insta- well, Instagram is IG. Bitches on OnlyFans and, and these fucking uh, scam, scam artists, rappers and shit. This is where they get their mindset from. But if you're like me and you've been with women with nothing, right? You understand what it's all about. A woman will just sit around and do nothing with you if she's really interested in you. If you can generally hold a conversation, these women will be around you. Now today, do you want to be the social butterfly? Am I suggesting that? I mean, to each his own. Me personally, I don't got shit to say to most of these bitches. They're not intellectual like that. Let's be honest. People may listen to me and go, like this nigga, trust me. (laughs) These women aren't intellectual like that. You want to talk to a woman about spirituality. You want to talk to a woman about religion. You want to talk to a woman about politics. They don't want to hear it today. Now, like I said, the women that I was at, the women that I was with in the past, they were at least better on a conversational level. They had conversational value. Like they, they, the conversations were meaningful. Nowadays, when a woman conversates with you, it's all about what you can do to benefit her rather than what she is capable of to benefit you. Clear? Women's impression of dadboards? Men's impression of dadboards. So, based on this, you can see where the confusion arises because a lot of women say they want one thing, but in practice, when confronted with actual examples of that thing, they realize they want something completely different. Another great example is of this situation would be the woman who always talks about they want the gentleman, they want the nice guy, they want the guy who can care for them, they want the guy in touch with his feminine side, which is all bullshit, because if you look at her sexual past, it's full of guys that have none of those things. Now, they may be gentlemen to an extent, 
but they're not like super duper nice guys. They're not the friendly guys. They're not. They got a little edge to them. But if you listen to a woman, if you're paying attention to what a woman says rather than watching what a woman does, yeah, you'll be easily manipulated. It's one of their other, uh, one of many manipulative tactics that they have, right? In reality, they want, most women want what they can't have, but most most humans want what they can't have. I think men have learned to be more realistic about things and women became more delusional. And what happens is that gap of a bunch of men who are actually willing to quote unquote settle down with a woman. And then you have a large percentage, and I believe it's a large percentage of men who want wives, who want children, who want families. And guess what? They're red pill. I know this may offend people. Oh, well, that's purple pill. Suck a cock. A lot of guys, dude, they're not they're not on no playeristic shit. I have no desires to have a bunch of bitches. I don't have that desire. I really don't. I haven't. I don't. Now, when I was younger, sure. The idea of it, sure. You know, a lot of us men grew up idolizing pimps and whoremongers. That's just the reality of it. As you get older, you realize how much of a burden a woman can be. Not that she's always a burden, but most of them can be severe burdens. You know what I mean? These are spiritual and energy vampires. So as you get older, you go, well, damn, I don't want to be with a bunch of bitches, but, you know, let me find one woman who has something going on for herself and who's not out there trying to put herself in in, in every fucking Instagram picture and every fucking Facebook post. You're just not going to really find those women. This is why a lot of guys, and I've, I've talked about this before, where Women try to battle biology when it comes to, well, I'll just wait till I'm 40 to have kids or, you know, um, I'll just focus on my career and not worry about marriage until my 40s and 30s. And it doesn't work for them like that. With us and men, especially in this space, we battle biology because we battle, we battle temptation. You know what I'm saying? We battle sort of the urge to just be with a woman and be with someone who gives a shit about us. But a lot of us had to snap out of it. We had to snap out of that blue pill, fairy tale Disney bullshit and face reality. Anyway, this leads me into my fourth and final point for why there are an extremely high number of blue pilled guys out there. And that is cancel culture. Yikes. This is probably the most unfortunate reason Yikes. on this list because for many guys who have been able to change their beliefs have done so by watching videos like mine or from other creators in the manosphere. However, it seems increasingly so in today's online climate, the big companies that run the platforms are making us less and less welcome. Ask any creator within this space with over 100k subscribers, and I guarantee they've experienced at least. Whoa, what's going on here? Whoa, 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 whoa. Shit got cut off? Wait, hold up. Hold up. We have censorship in the last year. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. This shit is acting up. Hold up. Bluetooth audio. Bluetooth audio. Fucking cocksucker. I, for one, just lost... Oh, no. Oh, hell no, man. 
Oh, hell no. What the fuck is going on here? Now I got to reconnect this shit. Like, this is bullshit, man. Come on, man. Come on. I'm like over an hour anyway, so I'm about to really wrap this shit up. Besides, it's only two minutes left. But it's like, yo, what the fuck? Out of nowhere, my shit disconnects. Out of nowhere. Give me a fucking break, man. Oh, man. All right, so since my shit just randomly turned off, I'm not even going to attempt to fix it. I'm just going to leave it where it's at. Um, Shout out to Wheat Waffles, regardless of how people feel about Wheat Waffles. He brings up a lot of the harsh realities that some of these red pillars are just not doing. You know what I'm saying? And he's not like... He's not a doomer. Like, I don't consider him to be a doomer. I don't even really consider him to be black pill. And I don't say that as an insult. I'm just saying, like, like I said, he's like optimistic. This is like gray pill. You know, motherfuckers are just coming up with different pills and shit. There's like a white pill, which is like you know, super religious, like God pill shit, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right, that's cool, but whatever, you know, the red pill has kind of been diluted because then there's a lot of people who don't give a shit about religion or who don't care about spirituality and who doesn't acknowledge uh, God as their Lord and Savior or who doesn't look at Shai, Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And um, I really can't listen to them. You know what I mean? I really can't. Only person that I can listen to who sort of has that same mindset is Austria D. But I think with a lot of shit that he says, it's more entertainment based than educational. Because like a lot of guys in, in, in the beginning, a lot of these guys would incorporate MGTOW and put MGTOW in their titles and shit because they know it's going to like attract the audience and they're not really with that shit. Um, I never did that unless I'm going through a title. Like if, if I go over uh hammerhand, I'll put hammerhand and then MGTOW monk because he's MGTOW monk. Am I MGTOW monk? No. Do I support the MGTOW monks? Absolutely. Just like regardless of how people feel about it, I support the struggle of those who are black pill but I don't, I can't necessarily subscribe to it because it's like you giving up on yourself and you not finding your true potential just because of what a bitch thinks about you. It's fucking disgusting. It's despicable. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is close to an hour and 30 minutes. I didn't really plan on doing this shit. I would have actually went a little bit longer if, uh, my sync Bluetooth capabilities did not fuck up. But it is what it is. So as I always say, it's the end of another day. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.